Welcome back, everybody, to just a really quick bonus episode from the DCL Duo podcast. It's Thursday, the 23rd of July, and Disney just released its fall itineraries for 2021. And so Sam and I were looking through them. We thought it might be fun to just chat through what we're seeing in the itineraries and some things that caught our attention and maybe some things we might be looking to uh, to book ourselves. So I don't know, Sam, anything catch your attention? Um, there's some cool itineraries. There's like some four and five nights on the Disney Magic in the Caribbean, which I'm not sure if they do those regularly since, you know, it's usually the fantasy and the dream doing the Caribbean. So those are kind of interesting to see. There is a really cool transatlantic sailing in the fall of 2021 as well that goes out of Dover and ends in New York, but has a couple of stops in Spain, I think. Think it is, and then also in Bermuda. So though that looks really cool. And then the one that I would say I'm most interested in is the seven night on the fantasy that is over Thanksgiving week. And I know this is one we're thinking about booking because it's a double dip castaway key and also goes to Cozumel. And we, we haven't been to Cozumel on a we haven't been on a Western Caribbean before. So I think that would be a, a cool itinerary to do. Plus it's over Thanksgiving. So yeah, I mean, just looking through the list, it looks like a lot of the kind of stock and standard ports and sailings that they've done, they've mm-hmm. brought back the typical Mexican Riviera cruises. Nothing's really standing out to me in terms of new ports that they're going to visit. Well, the Canada one is cool. I don't know if those are new ports, but it's not a cruise that they do very often. The one that's um, from, it's a Halloween on the high seas on the magic from New York up to Canada. And it also stops in Bar Harbor, Maine. So I, I, I don't know if those ports, I know Bar Harbor, Maine is not new. I don't know if the other ports are new, but that's a cool, uh, unique itinerary. Yeah, well, I was going to comment on some of those, but I, I don't actually think that Canada cruise has got anything new to it. I think the cruise they had either last year or the year before had some new ports on it. I don't think any of these are new, although it is nice to see them having that Canada cruise out of New York. I think it'd be fun to sail out of New York. We've got a Pacific Coast repositioning cruise on here that's pretty, I think it's just lackluster. I'd really like to see Disney on the Pacific Coast kind of have some stops. And right now it leaves Vancouver, does sort of an obligatory stop in Victoria, and then heads to San Diego. I think it'd be really cool if that cruise would stop in like San Francisco on its way down the coast. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. The other interesting one, the Panama Canal cruise looks pretty awesome. Yeah, but it looks like it's the, kind of the same cruise they do most of the time, except it's stopping in, what's interesting is it's leaving from San Diego and stopping in Galveston. I feel like I'm used to seeing that cruise go all the way to Port Canaveral. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that it's stopping in Galveston, but, you know, it's also, I think, fairly typical cruise for them. Otherwise, the Panama Canal. Transatlantic cruise, I guess, is a little interesting this year because it's got, I think, maybe a few different stops to it, or at least, you know, it's stopping in Bermuda on the way back, which I think is a different stop for them mm-hmm. than normal. Canada cruise is interesting. Most of the Mexican Riviera cruises are the same. I agree the double dip over Thanksgiving looks really nice and I think we'll probably try to book that one ourselves. So that looks neat. Not a lot of reading the tea leaves here either from what I can tell in terms of you know how the ships are lining up for you know how the new ship might stack in. So it doesn't look like there's much to sort of glean from this that would give you any indicators there. And like I said, a lot of it is just sort of the stock and standard you know four and five night cruises 
cruises. This is the period, though, by the way, where you're going to get the Very Merry Time cruises and the Halloween on the High Seas cruises, which Disney has designated a number of these as those kinds of cruises, those specialty cruises. And I think those are some fun cruises to go on if you get a chance. We enjoyed the Halloween on the High Seas. We haven't done Very Merry Time, although if we book this November cruise... Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a Very Merry Time cruise, so that'll be that'll, that'll be, be interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of Halloween on the High Seas on this itinerary as expected also, which we've done, and that's a really fun-themed cruise to do for anyone out there who hasn't done a Halloween on the High Seas. We would totally recommend it. It's a really fun... We've done the Baja one on the West Coast. And if you're into longer cruises, they've got an eight-night Halloween on the High Seas, which looks kind of fun. It, it, it's stopping in some in some fun ports. It, it, it basically adds San Juan and Phillipsburg St. Martin. They've, they've got the, the longer transatlantic and the longer Panama Canal cruise, but... Mm-hmm. It's a lot of standard three and four night cruises on the Dream or four and five night cruises on the Dream. It is interesting to see the fantasy kind of doing more five night cruises. They've even got a six night, a couple of six night cruises in here, which is kind of interesting. Usually it's, you know, five and seven night. I don't see a lot of six night cruises. Those are on the Wonder uh, out of and Galveston. More, sorry, and more five nights too. Yeah. It's a lot of shorter cruises, which, you know, I don't know if that was planned or if that was a result of COVID that they're shortening some of the cruises. I mean, there are plenty of, well, there are some seven night cruises in here, you know, quite a few itineraries, but they're mostly like single departure cruises, it looks like. So I, I can't tell from the mix of cruises if, you know, anything's being impacted by COVID in terms of Disney kind of shortening things up. But um, I would say overall, you know, not a lot of like Huge surprises here. Doesn't seem to be a lot of new ports, if any, that I can tell. A few interesting itineraries. Glad to see them bringing the double dip back. Although those two, I think the, the two ports in Spain, I think, are new. The ones on the transatlantic, the, the beginning of the, I don't know if the Bermuda port is new or just new for being a transatlantic, but I think those two ports in Spain are actually new for Disney. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, some interesting stuff in terms of booking. They opened to the general public on July 30th. So if you're not a Castaway Club member, you can start booking on July 30th, which I believe is next Thursday. Castaway Club members obviously get some priority. Platinum members can start booking July 27th, Gold on July 28th, and Silver July 29th. And DVC can also book July 29th as well. Yeah, DVC can book on July 29th. You've also got, if you happen to be a Golden Oaks member who's listening, first, can you please email us so we can come visit you at Disney World? (laughs) But Golden Oaks members will get uh, priority along with the Platinum members on the 27th. And then, um, yeah, can we we just move in with you if you're a Golden Oaks member? And actually, DVC members and ABD insiders actually get priority on the 29th. So if you've done an Adventures by Disney, you can get a silver castaway booking status with uh, with Disney Cruise Line, which I don't know if I've seen that before, actually, but I, I, I assume that that's existed for a while. I know Aaron mentioned on our show that ABD has been doing more kind of crossover experiences with DCL. So this might also be kind of a natural extension of that. So anyway, lots of interesting stuff to see. Head over to Disney's website if you want to check out the itineraries. The, DC, uh, the Disney Cruise Line blog also has all the itineraries up. I think Scott Sanders over at that blog also has put out the the blackout dates. So there are, you know, if you've got an onboard booking credit or offer, there are typically some blackout dates. And obviously you're getting into a time of year when Disney's going to put some blackouts on around Christmas and Thanksgiving. So, you know, uh, if you've got an onboard booking credit and you're looking to use it, just make sure you check those blackout dates so that you don't, you don't try to use it on a cruise that you can't. But anything else, Sam, from your side? No, just no big surprises, like you said, and a couple of interesting itineraries. 
that look good. But other than that, it's pretty standard Disney fare. But happy to see just the new itineraries completely. I'm just happy to see that, you know, because it gives us it gives us hope that we're going to be sailing again. And maybe we won't be sailing in 2020. Who knows at this point? But we are very hopeful that we will be sailing by 2021. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I've already seen some speculation over like, okay, so when's Disney going to release the next round of itineraries? Because those should be the ones that start to reflect the wish. You know, one, I'll say I'm pretty skeptical about sort of the timing of the wish and whether COVID's impacted anything around that. Uh, You know, obviously we don't know anything, but, you know, just sort of skeptical about whether the next round of itineraries will will reflect wish sailings or not. Certainly would love to see that. But uh, I think the next round would normally come out in like the September, October timeframe. But based on how late these itineraries are coming out for 2021, I think it's anyone's guess as to when Disney will release the itineraries for what would that be winter of 2021 or, or uh, I forget how they label it, but basically the itineraries that will pick up just after the holidays. So probably more I like I think they call it winter. I can call it winter, but I can't. I don't know if it's winter of 2021 or winter of 2022. Because No, we'll, it'll be winter of 2022 because yeah. these itineraries go through New Year's. Yeah, yeah. So so winter of 2022, those would normally come out in September. I, I am guessing they'll be delayed at some level. and Like these were delayed. Yeah. And in part, they might need to delay them. If there are any delays on the wish, they might need to delay them in order to sort of, you know, not Maybe raise too much panic amongst the uh, the Disney faithful about what's going on with the ship. So anyway, head over to Disney Cruise Line's website to check out the latest itineraries. Be sure to, you know, contact your travel agent or book through the website and check out all the timing on when you can do advanced booking and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, we're excited. We're excited to see itineraries and we're going to book something ourselves. So we'll have four ocean cruise and a river cruise next year, potentially. Yeah, if, they, if any of them actually happen. <laughs> so yeah, so but we're looking forward to it. But have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening.